Holbrook, the second and Stephen Kelly. Welcome to the newest episode of our humble little podcast. I'm Thomas Holbrook the second. I'm Stephen Kelly. Like you, you're an electronics aficionado, right? Yeah, for the most part. I, I'm not. I'm not a, a gadget guy. I mean, how some people are gadget guys. They they get like they have like forty cell phones and stuff like that. But I, I do like having. You know, we have a Kindle, and I have a lap. You know, yes and no. <laughs> this is the best way. <laughs> but basically, you've got game consoles, a, t- oh, yeah. a TV screen. I'm not a luddite or anything. I don't. I, I try not to get addicted to technology. Uh, so I'm not like. At one point, I used to go out and buy like stupid. Like, I remember my dumbest purchase ever was. Uh, you, you remember when the, the the Game Boy Advance was out, right? Right. I went out and bought the e card reader. Which was the best paperweight that I ever purchased. This thing was like forty dollars. It was uh, what it was was it was it was the scanner you put in the top of the Game Boy and you scanned cards through it and you it, you would scan like seven cards through it and then you would be able to play Donkey Kong or something. It was, and it was cool, but it never took off and I should not have purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I still have it in my like video game thing. So that was kind of like my wake up call of, hey, how about you uh, not always be an early adopter on things? <laughs> oh my god! Well, the fact that you have it and Game Boy Advance has kind of gone by the wayside, uh, that might be a collector's item. Very, very soon. Might be one now. Who knows? But <laughs> it'd be like the Virtual Boy of the future. Like, hey, remember this crappy thing? <laughs> yeah, now it's selling for like thousands on eBay, and you're like, wow. I gave worth less than I paid for it. <laughs> oh. But um, it hits on an important point. Electronics can get very, very expensive, and sometimes uh, people may decide, I want to be the media or do something else, but it requires equipment to do so, but you don't necessarily have a lot of money. Well, there are ways where you can obtain various pieces of technology on the cheap or even free of charge, depending on where you go to. And one of the, um, one of the things that you can do it two ways. You can online, obviously, and there are some offline places. Uh, sometimes, and... Basically, this is, comes from the second issue of the digital magazine available on the nixtreport.com. You click the magazine link and click the link for the second issue. It should pop right up. And we do have links to an appropriate PDF viewer, although with, with latest versions of Firefox, Google Chrome, that might not actually be an issue anymore. So... One, believe it or not, one of the places that you can start looking is Facebook. Really? I've never thought about trying to, to get stuff like that on Facebook. Well, 
one one time I, you know, I work graveyard shift where I'm at. One time, I basically was working at night at my little retail job, and one person offered to just basically give away computers. It never actually took place, but they noticed I was friends with somebody on Facebook, and and they they at the time they would have rather those machines go to somebody that was going to use them instead of just throwing them away. One of they said one of them didn't work, the other was really slow, but you know they probably didn't have the the, the experience to be able to you know wipe the hard drives and clear stuff out and everything like someone that has a little more technological knowledge could possibly do. And here in Warrensburg, Missouri, there's a Warrensburg. Uh, Missouri Swap and Shop page on Facebook where people can say, hey, I'm looking for this, or hey, I'm selling this at this price, and things like that. Uh, so sometimes asking around on there, hey, does anybody know where I can get this for cheap or, or not much at all? Basically, you, you know people that and everything else. If you know enough people or enough of the right people, they can point you in the right direction. That's why I point out Facebook first, because it's in who you know. But that, that definitely kind of leads you into some of those other things like that. Um, you've got, you know, on a bigger scale. I've never really used it, but Craigslist. I know a lot of people go on there and make all sorts of deals. You just have to kind of watch Craigslist because uh, everyone I know that has you know, frequented it, complains about how people will be like, yeah, I'll buy that. And then when they're sitting in the parking lot while it's snowing, waiting for the person, they get a message an hour later saying, oh, change my mind. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> um, if you do anything through Craigslist, um, when you're ex ways to exercise caution, always do it in a public place with plenty of people around. Yeah. Um, You've had those Craigslist murderers that they've been talking about occasionally and stuff like that. Or people showing up and they get mugged and their money taken. Pretty much. And and always ask for a... Always, if you're selling, have a little receipt book and give them, give them the carbon copy of the receipt. And keep the... Keep your, you know, main copy for yourself, for your own records... Ask for a receipt if you're buying something from somebody, or etc., etc. Of course, eBay is also a well-known auction site. This is one that I do use quite often. The the only downside to eBay is sometimes you have no choice but to use PayPal, and that could go okay really well or really really cruddy in a hurry, depending upon your situation. Yeah. PayPal has its quirks. I've one thing I've noticed with PayPal is if the person tries to, to basically screw you over and not send you what you need, um, it's kind of an ordeal to get your money back going through PayPal. And if you, as a seller, are not careful with PayPal, your account can be locked, especially if you manage to obtain too much money too quickly. So basically, but if you're buying. If you're buying, it's going to be more favorable towards you 
Oh yeah, it's definitely got a buyer in mind because like eBay's kind of changed. There for a while, eBay was like seen as the get wit get rich quick scheme of you know like two thousand two or so, where people were like, "Go get out any junk you can and sell it on eBay. You'll be rich and you'll have a Scrooge McDuck bank you swim in and all this." And now, honestly, it's mostly people that are desperate to get rid of stuff and they'll sell it really low. And as a buyer, you have the upper hand because you can go in there and get some really awesome deals sometimes. Pretty much. Not only that, if there's anything that goes wrong, you're gonna, you as the buyer are gonna be favored more than the seller, no matter what. So, if you're a seller, always exercise caution. Still exercise due diligence. Pay attention to, you know, feedback. Even if there's negative feedback, look, or negative stuff on their stuff, look. Look for their responses, because sometimes people get mad and just rate them really low on purpose to bring them down, and they'll respond, hey, I listed this item exactly as it was, I described everything, it was in his in the terms of sale and everything else, they didn't want to follow that, or, or we refunded them, or... Or this person is not telling the truth about this. Here's what really happened. That sort of thing. So, I have a I have a suggestion too. If you're going to be buying something off of there, stay clear. I know we just warned you about PayPal, but those kind of uh, sites like that, and the one that Western Union does, and there's a couple of them like uh, Quick Pay and everything. Those are more stable than if you have someone that is selling via a uh, like they they only take check or money order. The one time that I bought something from someone that was only, like, I had to mail them a check, you know, I got, I eventually got it, but it was a horrible situation because, like, uh, my wife had purchased some old books on eBay. I mailed this check. The books never showed up. I get a hold of the person, like, uh, where's my books? <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, I never got the check. And I'm like, uh, you cashed it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, I didn't. So I print, I ended up emailing them a picture, and I'm like, here's a picture of the check that you cashed, and I wrote your name on it and everything. So they, I, I'll just assume that this was, you know, a scatterbrained person. They did send me the thing, but I was about to basically have my bank reverse the check and get them in trouble because, you know, it's seemingly with people with checks and money order, more times than none, you'll have people that are trying to take advantage of people. So just, just be weary. And that and that's why it keeps document stuff, keep it for your records, whether you buy or sell anything. Now, sometimes some of us are fiscal conservatives and may not like going to the federal government for assistance. Although sometimes it may be a good idea, especially if they're going to throw away perfectly usable items. Um They upgrade from time to time, depending, you know, at Air Force bases and what have you, that they may get rid of computers or sell them at a really cheap price to kind of recoup some of their expenses. If you go to usa.gov slash shopping slash supplies slash supplies .html, um, you can probably search for a lot of stuff that they're willing to sell and get rid of. One thing to keep in mind, and I'll, I'll touch on this 
a little bit later is any computer that you buy that was in a military installation is likely not to have a hard drive in it. Oh, yeah, for obvious reasons. <laughs> so, so you may have to invest in a hard drive. Uh, sometimes you can consult internet forums, chat rooms on IRC. That's how I acquired a netbook a few years ago that I eventually sold to somebody else that needed a smaller computer at the time. But I, I acquired one of the first Acerus Fire 1s that they had upgraded little bit they added some ram memory to it and i i got it for about a hundred dollars which wasn't a bad deal at the time so basically keep your eyes peeled oh yeah and like you know with that we live in a town where there's a college nearby and they do a similar thing occasionally where they'll have like computer labs and stuff stuff like that and their computers will start to be slightly out of uh, date or they'll have you know they'll need to upgrade everything and you can sometimes get like, you know, full-on tower computers with a monitor and everything for like forty dollars at sales like this. They're not too often, and let's face it, if you're going to take advantage of something like that, the computer you're getting is going to be ancient. But if you're in a pinch and you need, you know, in this kind of digital age we have, even if you're going to use a computer just to like check your bank statement or something, it's good to have one. Um, just it's getting to the point where if you don't have a computer, it's really hard to live nowadays. Um, yeah, it's, it really is. And a lot of, and really a lot of the ones that you can obtain now, and that's probably part of the reason why new computer sales are down so much is because they're so powerful as they are. People really don't need anything any more powerful, but, um, most definitely. You don't always have to check online. Sometimes you can find things offline. Charitable organizations, businesses. Um, I basically once obtained a few computers. They were Pentium 2 systems through the high school that I went to. They were going to just throw them away. I even got the old... Um, Login, Novell Network login server. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this thing was built back in 1995. That's awesome. <laughs> like, shoot. Man, um, wow. Of course, I, I eventually got rid of the thing, but it was kind of a novelty to have for a while. But Should have got some Apple IIe's and, you know, done paint on them. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The school didn't have that much money, really. Um, yeah. They, oh yeah, <laughs> this is Leeton R10 we're talking about here. Oh no, no, I was, I'm talking about those like black and white, like all-in-one things that they used to oh, have. Oh no. <laughs> like, um, back in the olden days. <laughs> cause, because what I eventually did was I took, took the memory out of several towers, found the ones that worked, put upgraded the memory in them, and then went from there. It was just like, wow. But... Uh, I even was able to obtain an old HP Pavilion notebook without the LCD attached. It just had a CRT attached to it. Just for showing up at a yard sale because the lady just wanted to get rid of it. So I was like, alright, cool. I eventually wound up selling that with an LCD to somebody else. Oh, really? Was she not even asking for money or was it just like, here, please? <laughs> Basically take it off their hands. They were 
and that was that was really cool. And tell me if you ever went to these places, pawn shops. Oh yeah, I've gone. I I used to go to pawn shops all the time. I used to buy old video games and stuff before, and you know you they sometimes depending on the pawn shop they they get some pretty cool stuff in those. Um, the Toshiba notebook that I have, Toshiba satellite notebook that I have, I managed to obtain it for less than two hundred dollars. I got a little discount because of the faceplate, the, the faceplate to the optical drive, the DVD burner was missing. It still functioned. It was just kind of a pain to get the thing to open. So. Whenever you're th- whenever you get a system from there, they'll always take a can of air to it because there's no telling where it originally came from. It'd probably also be a good idea to wipe it completely clean, uh, the files and everything, because you don't know what kind of, <laughs> you know, you never know what the person was doing with the computer before and everything. Pretty much. Um, there's computer repair shops, and this is if you're looking for you know, older computers that businesses no longer need, they, computer repair shops will often sell those, uh, refurbished systems, and they often have warranties included. There's also, I once got a, um, working PCI video card for a troubleshooting kit that I'm putting together for $20, and they only charged a service fee so that sales tax wouldn't be applied to it. Oh, wow. So you can cut get deals cut there. Um, Whiteman Air Force Base, the very Air Force Base that does that has the B two bombers, they've sold their old electronics in the past. And again, you may have to invest in a hard drive because most of those systems are not going to have hard drives in them. Hard drives are so cheap nowadays that it's that shouldn't be too big of a problem though. Right, yard sales, garage sales. Pleasant surprise can be had at them. Uh, colleges and schools uh, going curb hunting, basically, <laughs> because even now people have more money than sense um, with various financial aid programs that are out there. Well, that, you know, you get situations like that or, uh, you know, military bases where, like, let's say you have a, we'll just go with college. Let's say that it's your, you know, your last semester and you're going to have to, you know, move out of the dorms and you realize I can't fit all this crap in my car. So you, you would honestly on move out days of, uh, on campus, you, you, you could go out and find full sets of furniture and couches and God knows what else out there because people either don't want the stuff or they don't have room for it and they just throw it away, you know, and it's kind of, you know, scandalous to be out there digging through that. But if if people are going to, it's just like when you see, you know, tables and stuff out by the road a lot of people will see that and be like hey you know you giving that away <laughs> and that's pretty much what happens and it's just kind of kind of cool that you know sometimes you know you can get literally the, the the old saying some one man's trash is another man's treasure there you go <laughs> for for Mostly older video games, things like that. Flea markets, you could get lucky there. Of course, other people, which is why I mentioned Facebook earlier, it, it never hurts to ask around. And 
and the your local big box retail look at their clearance section you you may be surprised well even big box retail stores nowadays you can get incredibly cheap computers for like if you're just on a budget and you don't necessarily want to get a used system um i was at walmart the other day they have laptops you know they're they're probably not the greatest but they have ones on par with mine that I cr- we're currently using to record this uh, this podcast for like two hundred and eighty bucks, you know, and it's that's not bad at all. I remember when, you know, you you can get desktop computers usually for that much, but in the past, you know, laptops were always almost like a premium because you're you know you're paying for a built-in screen and everything. But now the prices come down so low that it's almost worth it, you know. And I know that. Uh, in the past, I've also used some discount wholesaling sites like uh, TigerDirect.com. I've gone on there before and was able to pick up. Um, I was I've been able to pick up the hard drives for like half price. Or my one of my crowning achievements was they had a, a deal where you could get like 300 CDRs or something for free, basically after a mail-in rebate. It was upfront; you had to pay like 40 bucks or something, and then mail in the rebate and get your money back. And some of those sites, like I know uh, Newegg.com is kind of like the building your own computer version of, of the similar Tiger Direct. And are you are, are you familiar with any other ones you'd want to throw out there? Um, those are the two that I'm familiar with. I'm that's the two I'm familiar with as well. Um, there are plenty of other places where where you can purchase electronics, but those are the those are two of the biggest names. In terms of online, another good one is uh, Amazon. Actually, I just now thought of this. My uh, this keyboard that's on my laptop actually is a, a new keyboard. Uh, my old keyboard, some of the keys, they got dropped or it fell down or something. And a couple of keys were loose, and as try as I might to fix them correctly, I was just messing it up. So I ended up jumping on Amazon, looking up the model number and everything for this keyboard, and I was able to score. There was websites online that were selling this replacement keyboard for $40. And I was like, ah, no. Went to Amazon. I got this thing for 8 bucks. was able to install it myself and, you know, take care of that. So there's another option. Any more, I mean, considering you can buy <laughs> armored tanks, milk, and dead rabbits on Amazon, you can pretty much buy anything <laughs> on there. It's funny if you if you look up like uh, there's some stuff on Amazon if you're into like humor like that there's people I think the most expensive thing on Amazon is a, an exercise tape of how to it's like dancing with a chair not like not like chair dancing like what strippers would do but just like it's it's like designed for old people to get in shape and it's a VHS tape someone's selling it for nine hundred ninety nine trillion dollars or something ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> But anyway, that's way off topic. <laughs> I'm trying to see if they're actually selling. I actually did a search on Amazon for dead rabbits. Oh yeah, there's a guy on there that. Uh, it's funny because there's like this fad where people go on there and they'll they'll make fake testimonials in the reviews section for this, and the dead rabbit one was always funny because it was uh, people pretending to be cavemen and saying, you know, I, I eat six dead rabbits every day. And I... Fresh whole rabbit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's, 
it's pretty awesome. See your full disclaimer. <laughs> oh god. Uh... Now another uh, another way that possibly you could get some uh, cheap stuff is uh, similar to doing Amazon stuff, but there are websites out there, and I know you've done this where. Uh, weren't you able to sign up and uh, test something and you were able to keep it afterwards? Um, I can't I can't remember. I just I tried like the only thing I could think of was Google Chromebook with the CR48. They sent something out to people and they to those that they selected and they could keep it basically. Really? That, but that was, but most of those are starting to break now because they're they're old. Um, I I did a system review a long time ago. Back when uh, Linux.com was a part of the SourceForge.net family, and I had to actually send that one back. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know about. Oh, so it was it was like. They sent it to you to test, and then you were able to... It was just for the review, basically. Yes. Okay. There's bound to be stuff like that. I mean, I know there's... Um, there's also... You know, sites where you can... Uh, there's really shady sites, and I don't necessarily trust this, but there are people that get stuff from these where... You basically go in and you do... You're, you... It's a pyramid scheme, let's face it. You get people to sign up for... You, you do these, like, surveys, and you get other people to sign up, and if you can get enough of them, they'll send you, like, an iPad or something. The way they make money is they assume that about 90% of the people that tr start doing it aren't going to complete the task. So if you work at home and don't have a job and you have, like, a bunch of friends that would be willing to waste their time to help you get a computer or something, that's a possibility. But... I don't endorse that, and I seriously, you know, there's people that do get those items. It's not completely shady, but it's kind of disingenuous. <laughs> it, it's kind of a multi-level marketing thing, and people like, yeah, I got a free Mac Mini doing this, and you realize it would take too much time and effort. Oh, yeah, you're basically spending like 20 hours of a day trying to <laughs> do it. And And that's the thing, it's... It's time-consuming and everything else. I'm sure if done right, you could probably probably acquire stuff through that method. But also, especially look out for alleged penny auction sites. Those things. Uh, maybe there's one legitimate one. I have no idea, but oh, I I, I can verify that uh, that one that has TV commercials and everything actually does work because I signed up for it for a while on accident. And I was I basically then became the master of winning my money back and then stopped immediately after that because they had a, a free trial on um, it. And they were like, yeah, you can, uh, you can do this free trial. They did not say, except for the tiny print at the bottom, that if you sign up for the free trial, yeah, they give you like 20 free like tokens or whatever it is, but... They also deduct fifty dollars out of your check, your account that you link to it, and you get that too. 
So basically, I'm sitting here with like 100 tokens or whatever, and I'm like, ah, okay. So I literally bid on $10 Walmart gift cards, got all my money back, and disabled my account the next day. So lesson learned. Um, those things are really hard to do because basically what, what you're doing is you're you're bidding towards something and like if you're the last person to make a bid you win it the problem is is if you go for small items like those gift cards you you, you have a really high chance of getting it because most people aren't gonna you know go too crazy if, if like a ten dollar gift card gets over like a dollar or something people are gonna say ah never mind but if there's they make all their money because you'll have people that'll be like I need to get this TV and it's a two thousand dollar TV they might spend over $500 to get this TV using these little penny bids, which that's still a great, you know, a great deal. But let's face it, if you're expecting to get something for free, you're not, that's not the way to do it. It's some people go into those penny auctions thinking it's like, you know, literally free stuff basically, or they're paying 10 cents for something. That's not it. You're, it's an entertainment thing and you're paying money to have a chance at getting something for a drastically reduced price. Yeah. Basically, pay attention to what you're doing. If and if if you're the type that can time things right, more power to you. But um, and you have to have plenty of time on your hands in order to pull it off. That was a horrible experience. I would not recommend using those to be honest. Like I said, once I got my money back, I was done with those things. Like, what's this site like? Key bids or something like that? No, or? it was it was uh, quibids, I think. Quibids, that's like it's like quick bids, but they can't spell. <laughs> I think that was the one. It was the one that they used to have commercials on, and you know the commercial on TV. I wasn't suckered into it, but I was like thinking, oh, maybe at the time I was gonna thinking about getting my wife a Kindle, and I thought that'd be a cool way I could get it for a little cheaper. So I went ahead and signed up. I knew exactly what I was getting into, but I did not know they were going to, you know, pull money out of my account like that. And I was kind of a little bit PO'd. And if you look them up on uh, online, there's a lot of people that are ticked off at that business practice that they have. So so basically have $50 ready to go bye-bye. Oh, yeah. And like, and the thing is, too, is like if you, you can't just go in there and continuously just bid, you know, bid, 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 because you're just going to lose all your money. You have to... You have to sit there and waste tons of time watching, waiting for when, like, four people are in the room and hope that, you know, you can catch it when you catch everybody off guard and you're going to be that one person that bids that extra penny. And then turn around and flip it on eBay for, like, extra money. Well, that's what people do. I mean, there was people on there that were buying jewelry and all sorts of stuff. It just... Wow. It, it was not for me. I would imagine if you're the kind of person that, like, loves Home Shopping Channel or something, that'd be awesome, but... I don't like gambling at all, so for me, it was just a, a, a test of anger. <laughs> and and you, you won enough money back, and then you closed your account immediately. Oh, yeah, I actually made a little bit of a profit, because no one was bidding on those $10 cards. So, like, I literally, I ended up getting, I think I, you know, I ended up with, like, 80 bucks, and it was all said and done. <laughs> so, all in Walmart gift cards, so I looked like a jerk the next time I brought groceries. <laughs> Wait, did, oh, wow, that that's... <laughs> that is pretty incredible. I I will say that. So basically, if you want to profit, oh god, I can't do that now because people, everybody, after listening to this, everybody and their and their cousins gonna do this, and then I'll be like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> but uh, that sounds like solid advice. 
But yeah, hopefully this will point you in the right direction for acquiring stuff on the cheap or even for free. Um, basically, remember, it's not always having enough money. It's how you use your resources to obtain certain things that you require or are wanting. So remember to entertain yourself, educate yourself, and empower yourself. I'm Thomas Holbrook II. I'm Stephen Kelly. And until next time, uh, feel free to check out our website at thenextreport.com. We have a social networking toolbar at the top of the website. Follow us everywhere. We're practically everywhere. And we'll be adding more to that very soon. So until next time, uh, take care. See you. Thank you for listening to the Next Report with your hosts Thomas Holbrook II and Stephen Kelly. Our intro music is from JT Bruce. It's called Plunge into Hyperreality. It's from the album Dreamer's Paradox, available for free at jamindo.com. Any news clips used are utilized under fair use. And please feel free to visit us at thenextreport.com where you can leave feedback and see show notes.